Chapter Seven of the Bobbsey Twins, or Merry Days Indoors and Out. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by E. Lee. The Bobbsey Twins or Merry Days Indoors and Out by Laura Lee Hope Chapter 7 Freddie and Flossie's Snow House Freddie! Freddie! shrieked Flossie when she saw her twin brother disappear. Do come out! But Freddie could not come out. And when, after a few seconds, he did not show himself, she ran towards the kitchen door, screaming at the top of her breath, Oh, Dinah! Dinah! Freddy is buried! Freddy is buried! What's that you say, Flossie? demanded the cook, coming to the door. Freddy is buried! The ceiling of the snow house came down on him! Gracious sakes alive, child! burst out Dinah and without waiting to put anything on her head she rushed forth into the garden give me that shovel quick he'll be suffocated for you know it she began to dig away at the pile of snow and presently uncovered one of freddie's lower limbs then she dropped the shovel and tugged away at the limb and presently brought freddie to view just as mrs bobbsey and nan appeared on the scene what in the world is the matter questioned mrs bobbsey in alarm that child done gone and buried himself alive responded the colored cook the roof of the snow house caved in on him poor dear he's most suffocated in the meantime freddie was gasping for breath then he looked at the wreck of the snow house and set up a tremendous roar of dismay Oh, Flossie, it's all spoilt, the bay window and all. Never mind, Freddie dear, said his mother, taking him. Be thankful that you were not suffocated, as Dinah says. Yes, but Flossie and me were making a everything house with a parlor and a bay window and everything. I didn't want it to fall down. Freddie was still gasping, but now he struggled to the ground. Want to build it up again, he added. I'm afraid you'll get into trouble again, Freddie. No, I won't, Mama. Do let us build it up again, pleaded the little fellow. I can watch them from the door, suggested Dinah. Let me help them, Mama, put in Nan. Bert is reading a book, so he won't want me for a while very well nan you may stay with them but all of you be careful said mrs bobbsey after that the building of the snow house was started all over again the pile of snow was packed down as hard as possible and nan made flossie and freddie do the outside work while she crept inside and cut around the ceiling and the bay window just as the others wanted it was great sport. 
and when the snow house was finished it was large enough and strong enough for all of them to enter with safety tonight i'll pour some water over dat house said sam dat will make the snow as hard as ice this was done and the house remained in the garden until spring came later on bert built an addition to it which he called the library and in this he put a bench and a shelf on which he placed some old magazines and story papers in the main part of the snow house freddie and flossie at first placed an old rug and two blocks of wood for chairs and a small bench for a table then when flossie grew tired of the house freddie turned it into a stable in which he placed his rocking horse then he brought out his iron fire engine and used the place for a firehouse tying an old dinner bell on a stick stuck over the doorway dong dong would go the bell and out he would rush with his little engine and up the garden path looking for a fire let us play your regular fireman said flossie on seeing this you must live in the firehouse and i must be your wife and come to see you with the baby and she dressed up in a long skirt and paid him a visit with her best doll on her arm freddie pretended to be very glad to see her and embraced the baby but a moment later he made the bell ring and throwing the baby to her rushed off again with his engine that wasn't very nice pouted flossie dorothy might have fallen in the snow can't help it answered freddie a fireman can't stop for anything but but he doesn't have to throw his baby away does he questioned flossie with wide open eyes yes he does everything but but supposing he is is eating his dinner he has to throw it away flossie oh it's awful hard to be a real fireman would he have to throw his jam away and his pie yes then i wouldn't be a fireman not for a, a house full of gold said flossie and marched back into the house with her doll flossie's dolls were five in number dorothy was her pride and had light hair and blue eyes and three dresses one of real lace the next was gertrude a short doll with black eyes and hair and a traveling dress that was very cute then came lucy who had lost one arm and polly who had lost both an arm and a leg the fifth doll was jujube a colored boy dressed in a fiery suit of red with a blue cap and real rubber boots this doll had come from sam and dinah and had been much admired at first but was now taken out only when all the others went too he doesn't really belong to the family you know flossie would explain to her friends but i have to keep him for mamma says there is no colored orphan asylum for dolls besides i don't think sam and dinah would like to see their doll child in an asylum the dolls were all kept in a row in a big bureau drawer at the top of the house but flossie always took pains to separate jujube from the rest by placing the cover of a pasteboard box between them 
with so much snow on the ground it was decided by the boys of that neighborhood to build a snow fort and this work was undertaken early on the following saturday morning luckily bert was by that time well enough to go out and he did his fair share of the labor although being careful not to injure the sore ankle the fort was built at the top of a small hill in a large open lot it was made about twenty feet square and the wall was as high as the boys heads and over a foot thick in the middle was gathered a big pile of snow and into this was stuck a flagpole from which floated a nice flag blown by a boy named ralph blake let us divide into two parties of soldiers said ralph one can defend the fort and the others can attack it hurrah just the thing cried bert when shall the battle begin the boys talked it over and it was decided to have the battle come off after lunch the boys went home full of enthusiasm and soon the news spread that a real soldier's battle was to take place at the lot oh bert can't i go and look on asked nan i want to go too put in flossie can't i be a soldier asked freddie i can make snowballs and throw em too no freddie you are too little to be a soldier answered bert but you can all come and look on if you wish after lunch the boys began to gather quickly until over twenty were present many girls and a few grown folk were also there who took places out of harm's way now remember said a gentleman who was placed in charge no icy snowballs and no stones we'll remember mr potter cried the young soldiers the boys were speedily divided into two parties one to attack and one to defend the fort it fell to bert's lot to be one of the attacking party without loss of time each party began to make all the snowballs it could the boys who remained in the fort kept out of sight behind the walls while the attacking party moved to the back of the barn at the corner of the big lot are you all ready shouted mr potter presently a yell of assent came from nearly all of the young soldiers very well then the battle may begin some of the boys had brought horns along and now a rousing blast came from behind the barn and then from the snow fort come on and capture the fort cried bert and led the way with his arms full of snowballs there was a grand cheer and up the hill rushed the young soldiers ready to capture the snow fort no matter what the cost End of chapter 7